Hello and welcome to our second podcast episode hey. uh, all about creative inspiration and we are filming this from or recording this from the uh, comfort of our flat in <laughs> it's currently raining um, but we'll just get straight to it uh, so this uh, episode was suggested uh, by Matt, Matt Bedley, um, Ben is, uh, he sort of made us question uh, or to get us thinking about uh, what made us want to start music or acting, what was it um, that made you want to get into this Joe, like where's your inspiration come from? Uh, probably being a disenfranchised teenager, <laughs> so I didn't really know what I was doing and the school system the way it is just sort of tries to push you down a certain path uh, and the only classrooms that sort of felt welcoming and felt like I had a place and wasn't judged on the size of my brain more the quality of my character and what I was making was art classrooms and music classrooms and uh, obviously the the drama studios because that was where people were being encouraged to inst like express themselves creatively and I think English classrooms if you had the right teacher sort of perpetuated that as well um, and I think it was those sort of classroom environments and the people that that brought like a magnet of all these people that felt maybe like they weren't wanted elsewhere or however it's that sort of drama kid uh, ideology where it's like ah oh, well this is the only place I can fit in uh, and I feel like that kick-started it for me but then you know, first it was finding a place, like, socially, but I actually found that I've been creating things from quite a young age, so finding somewhere where it's like, create, that's what you should be doing. It's, it's like a nice bit of encouragement, and it sort of just felt right for me. Uh, how about yourself? It, it wasn't necessarily, like, a big you know artist or actor or anything like that for me it's the same thing what got me going was um probably feeling a little bit out of place in school um i was always quite driven and i i felt like i had to achieve quite good grades and things like that whereas in a like a drama space or like an art classroom and I wasn't the best of it but even in like dance i felt like i could just have a bit more fun with it it was nice to feel like you were being graded on the enjoyment or the insight that people were getting from what you were doing rather than just how well you did your times tables. I was never very good at maths. I was really not good at maths or science. Um, I think a lot of people thought I was, but I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I just pretended like I knew what I was doing. Um, and that's kind of a good thing about like the subjects that I loved in school were like drama and English. I had really great teachers who just encouraged me to be myself. Um, and I really do feel like it, it's a safe space to do that within the realms of creating theatre and, and even just being in an English lesson. Like, I don't know, I, I felt incredibly safe and encouraged. Um, and I wouldn't be doing what I am today without that, really. No, definitely. Uh, no, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, school is where a lot of people are shaped, almost, if you want to put it that way. But, um, you know, it can be a tough time. So finding an outlet to express yourself, whether it be uh, maths or English yeah, or I mean, any of these subjects. But, you know, that that's where we found our niche, sort of 
when you're desperately looking for acceptance, it's I suppose. It's whatever really works for you, I suppose. I think for me, I felt quite, like, restricted. So, who do you consider creative inspirations, like, now? Do you, do you kind of look back and reflect on what you achieved and you're like, oh well, these have always been my inspirations, or do you think that changes with time and uh, that, that you've got new ones now? I feel like sometimes, as you experience more, you gain new role models. Now I, I think of sort of when when we have went to go see theatre or different yeah. sort of uh, more smaller scale or fringe type shows where you know these aren't people that are blasted around the world on television, uh, but they're there and they're saying something poignant and maybe they've been inspired by other people, but they pass that on to you. There's a certain level of humanity that gets brought to fringe style work um, and, and having creative friends. Yeah. Like I'm constantly inspired by what they're doing and how mm. they're getting on with their life because they're living very similar lives to you. It's quite hard to relate to like, you know, an, an actor or, or a big theatre company, but watching what your friends are doing and um, collaborating with them and, and then just supporting it's, it keeps you going because like you feel a part of something if that makes sense and linking it sort of to uh, mental wellness as as well uh, it's quite strange when you have creative friends or you see like these uh, even big actors do it now that we're sort of encouraged to talk about our mental health they talk about how hard it can be and not feeling good enough like i had a conversation with a friend today about how they were really trying to find creative inspiration and they they felt really bad that they were losing it but if they hadn't given me that context i would have been like wow they're such a wonderful creative person and they still are because the thing is i, I think the sort of mental health side of this is when you are a creative person you almost feel like being mentally ill or having a rough time of it in your head is the magic thing that keeps you creative but when really that that, that should be shared and helped um. but that was something we were talking about the other day because i was like when you are a creative when you indulge in creativity not necessarily being a creative person i think people have this concept that you can only be an artist to be creative where actually any anyone is creative we are creative beings um and when when you indulge that that level and then all of a sudden it stops it's like is it my mental health have i ran out of ideas inspiration am i bored with my project it kind of works as a good signaling system to tell you if your mental health is suffering if that makes sense um so what would you do in that situation then when you run out of inspiration or you feel like I've, i can't i can't do any more at the minute honestly just walk away not um in total not abandon the project yeah no not abandon the project but just sort of take a breather take um take some time to get some space uh because sometimes i mean even today actually this is the sort of most work I'm going to be doing is recording this. I might 
edit it a bit, but you know, um, you'll be taking a break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think I think it's good, and uh, I think even if you've not exhausted yourself, it's healthy practice to go. I don't need to spend twenty four hours a day, seven days a week on the same project or even different projects. Give yourself that space. I think that's the thing we put so much pressure on ourselves. And how many times do do you sit with an open notebook? trying to get something to come out, whether it be a drawing or a song or just a piece of creative writing and you just can't get it out and you're actually just, you know, harming yourself or at least in that moment trying to do this. But really, I think you benefit a lot more from giving yourself that space. And um, a, a good friend of mine said, uh, when working on a project, if you're, if you're not enjoying it, stop. Come back, definitely come back. And sometimes you do have to have these disciplines in place. You can't just, you know, leave it. Yeah. My suggestion in that scenario would be go and clean something. <laughs> uh, you laugh, but sometimes your best ideas come from doing another activity or to just go and meditate and just be present with your thoughts mm. rather than project. Because whilst we, we will talk about the benefits of creativity and mental health throughout this podcast what you have to remember is not to put pressure on your creativity and to just allow it to be this this process that you indulge in rather than something you're putting pressure on yourself for because then you start to lose the love for it you know that's what we're talking about last last podcast as well you you can't pressurize yourself there's got to be a, a big level of love and passion in exactly what you're doing and like you say walk away do something different go Mm. for a walk like just look after yourself in that moment and don't put pressure on yourself to be creative because i think a lot of people who do creative degrees or have creative pursuits and passions they feel this need to keep going and sometimes it's just about taking a break and just stepping away because um it's a it's a process that comes from you and only you can go at a certain speed yeah And I think that's a real thing about uh, artistic integrity as well. You've you've got to care about the work, but you've got to care about the artist making the work. You've got to care about yourself. I think um, Robin Williams is a big inspiration to um, myself in when I think of what it is to be a creative. Uh, and he um, was quite famous for sometimes having toss-ups on the sets or board meetings of shows, especially with bigger companies such as Disney because he didn't want to be their um, merchandise. He just wanted to be involved in a project because he was having fun with it. He wanted to do what he wanted to do. He wanted to selfishly get something out of it. But that's the thing, you have to be selfish when you're investing in these projects. Obviously, especially if it's a collaborative thing, uh, consider the people around you uh, with kindness. But some aspect has to be in it for yourself uh, and I think um, like I said Robin Williams really sort of inspires me yeah. in those sort of creative morals yeah I think for me it's a lot of um, there's a lot of theatre companies that kind of started from nothing that have really like inspired what what I'm doing now so like 
frantic assembly and then like gecko. I'm not necessarily the best mover or dancer <laughs> or person when it comes to physical theatre. Um, I normally just end up injuring myself, uh, but how they do and create work is a really, um, it's an interesting way and it's an interesting process because it all kind of comes from what's happening in their life or what's happening in that moment within the space. Um, so I find that quite interesting right, um, in terms of a, it was I think it I remember reading something with Frantic Assembly like one of their biggest inspirations at one point in their creative career was the van they, they were living in because that was their life in that mm. moment so sometimes inspiration can just come from absolutely nothing sometimes it can come from being really silly with your friends um, I've had many a silly moments where I've just been chatting to other friends and we've created whole concepts for shows with characters and uh, settings and what we're going to call us like creativity and inspiration can come just sometimes through play and from being really silly and um, that's always worked for me and that's why I've always ended up like some of my works with being quite like quite heavily based within sort of the realms of comedy because I find it so much easier to make work when I'm, I'm not taking things so seriously and when you're not giving yourself that level of pressure and you're just playing there's so much to say about um, being playful as well. Yeah I think that's a big part of physical theatre as well. Oh um, yeah which is again which is why I love those companies because they just play and it sounds so silly but like we stopped doing that in our childhood um, after our childhood like and, and then it's like well, well why because it brings so much joy and it also you know it can dressing up as like a a journalist as a kid being playful with your, your you know siblings or with friends is what creates sometimes your job like prospects you don't know like it's, it's one of those really I think uh, physical theatre is interesting because you can't really uh, define it uh, and a lot of practitioners or lecturers or teachers that have had um, that have taught me aspects of physical theatre such as mime or clowning or just the sheer art of movement uh, have been some of the most inspiring uh, people to me uh, because like you say you don't really feel like you're good at dance or physical yeah. theatre but uh, physical theatre is just a theatre of movement uh, and if you can move then you can create brilliant physical theatre. I am not a dancer but uh, when we had um, Rita teaching us in uh, physical theatre in university uh, she loved the way I moved because yeah, it um, was unique. Yeah, yeah it, it's unique. I've got a unique sense of movement which basically means um, got a movement-based disability so, you know. <laughs> but, but but that's the thing you've got to you've got to use these things and I think a good teacher inspires uh, their students um, to use what they were given what they were born with who they are uh, and you know I love physical theatre but I am not a dancer like yeah, say, this and is the thing you know it, you're really allowed to appreciate something in its form but it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna then replicate it no you know you're gonna you're gonna pick things out of out of here and then you know it, it, it's about sort of combining things and creating your own formula yeah. for creativity um, I I never really considered myself to be a very good writer but that was because 
I was constantly comparing my style of writing against other people and they were so inspiring to me and I was like but but I can't replicate that but just because you're inspired doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you have to be the same There's a... and that's quite a big distinction really I yeah. think you know the, there is like a huge difference between inspiration and comparison because you know I, I have a lot of friends that make music and I'll see some they've done and I'm like oh my god why can't I be like that and it's like that's not a helpful thought process for anyone it it should be less why can't I be like that and wow they're doing that I'm so proud of them I'm so happy to be involved in this industry or this field because I get to do this and then people around me get to do it and uh, it's like what we were saying about movement in any sort of creative expression you've got to be thankful that you're able to put your unique imprint on it obviously there's different context to that because it depends what you're making but generally you should relish in the fact that you can put your own inspiration out there be inspired by yourself by the ability to be an individual Have you ever had like inspiration strike at a really weird moment? Like, All the time. What's the, what's, the, what's the weirdest moment though for you? I think with creating music, I mean it happened with a lot of things but specifically and anyone that does create music will, will know what I mean. You'll be laying in bed and you might need to get up early in the morning but you'll be laying in bed and you'll hear like a melody or like a bass line or something just playing in your head like do. And you're like, oh my god, that's the thing. That, <laughs> it's what I've been missing. That's the thing I've been missing. It might have been after a day of working really hard and getting nothing, and it's when you lay down and your mind just finally shut off. It's like, hey, uh, I I get it with Dungeons and Dragons as well. Yeah. Like sometimes I use that to help me go to sleep. I like plan homebrew campaigns, and in my head I'm like, oh, they could cross the sea and fight fight a dragon, and I'm like, oh my god, this is not the time. I need, I need to sleep. I need to go to sleep. Uh, that always happens to me but as well like you were saying earlier like washing the pots I yeah. always try and zone out a bit um, I think and then like the that, thoughts kind of yeah. come to you yeah and you just sort of you sort of get to that point where your mind's chill and it's yeah. at ease and then all of a sudden something will come for me again it's always when I'm lying down mm. in bed at night and then I'll, I'll grab my phone and I'll write notes and I've just got like this really random note page on my phone that's <laughs> like image of people in the woods and I'm like this doesn't make any sense the next day but it's like those kind of weird images <laughs> you're getting and maybe I'm about to fall asleep and start dreaming and um, that sort of weird it's that weird brain, in between brain state yeah. yeah and that is when inspiration likes to strike also when I'm cleaning the the bathroom that mm. is that is literally why I sometimes I'll be like I can't think of what I'm gonna go and clean something honestly mm. It always happens at the most random of times. I think a lot of creatives as well can probably relate to the idea of the messy phone notepad of all the little bits. It might even... I'm sure I've got like half-written poems or just sentences that I'll be like... Follow the inner light and try to fight. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm sure what I've mean? literally just got <laughs> on my phone like random sentences. And then if you look at the notes page, it's so funny. It's like I've got, I've, <laughs> got, like a, I've got like a shopping list, and then I've got plans for workshop, and then I've just got like I've got like tips on how to clean an oven. Honestly, my my phone page is is, is thrilling. <laughs> no, I, I think it, it's very similar for myself. I've got like shopping lists, uh, Amazon wish list bits, um, 
Dungeon and Dragons ideas and lyrics, but sometimes I look through for random lyrics that I've written and I'm like, here's some, oh wait, no, that's a fantasy story. Gosh, oh dear. But um, I think as well, a good walk, a good walk to the shops or um, to and from work is where I generate a lot of this random rubbish that's in my um, notepad. Uh, and sometimes I have to look up and be like, oh dear, I just crossed a road while <laughs> not looking. But yeah, you be safe. But inspiration strikes at the strangest of times, doesn't it? Yeah, and then, oh, and then I've just I've just found the the page on my phone where I was brainstorming names for for this account because I just it's really hard to think of a name as well. Oh, definitely. Even because there's so many different creative names out there, I was I was trying to think of how to you know where the inspiration had come from, but but yeah, inspiration really does strike at those random of hours and. I think everyone has a, a random notes page on their phone, which then makes it really hard to go to sleep. Mm. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's an interesting one, I think. Ah, certainly. So yeah, today we've, we've just sort of covered um, our creative inspirations, influences. A lot of those came from school, I think, actually, and just sort of life start somewhere. and living. And then, you know, we've, we've spoken about our sort of fierce companies. You've spoken about Robin Williams as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've spoken a lot about when inspiration strikes and how it hits and how um, you have to sort of record that because you are, I sometimes I'll, I'll fall asleep and I'll be like, um, if I don't write this down, I am going to forget it. Mm. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Again, we would love to know uh, what you want us to talk about. We, we're really grateful. This is a really good topic to give us. It kind of made us sort of look at our history of where we've got to now, really. Because without that inspiration, we wouldn't be here recording this podcast. Life has oh, sort of brought true. us to this point. Um, so yeah, keep your suggestions coming, and thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, big thanks to thank you for Matthew, Matthew uh, yeah. big old Benners, uh, and uh, I think just to sign it off. Um, Go out and be inspired, but yeah. don't be a slave to your inspiration. Exactly. Keep the balance. <laughs> oh. Thank you for listening. Uh, thanks a lot. <laughs>